the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. The attack on Ukraine continues to expand, worsen, become more lethal, and in my opinion, more wicked and evil. There is an enormous amount of evidence that Russians are intentionally targeting civilians, hospitals, schools, uh, civilian evacuations, uh, and journalists. We can only hope that once this is settled, and I hope it is settled by a complete withdrawal of Russian troops from Ukraine. That's what I'm praying for. But I, I, we can only hope that the world will rise up as we did after World War II and convene war crime trials just as we did for the Nazis. Because I believe that the atrocities, although not yet approaching the uh, magnitude of the Nazis and the Jews and so forth, they are still clear violations of international law, the Geneva Convention. And I would hope that all the way to the top, all the way to Putin, there will be trials for uh, war crimes. The uh, war has become deadly for civilians, obviously thousands of Ukrainians, and it's becoming more deadly for journalists as well. A uh, well-known documentary uh, journalist was uh, killed uh, when fired on by Russian troops. He was not just a victim of shrapnel. He was shot, killed. A Fox News photographer has been killed. Pierre Zakruski, 55 years old, was killed. He was working alongside alongside Fox News State Department correspondent Benjamin Hall, who was wounded. And uh, there are differing accounts, but some news organizations are reporting that Benjamin Hall, well-known Fox News reporter, Uh, has had to have one of his legs amputated as a result of the the attack. Uh, Some Ukrainian journalists have been killed um, in the crossfire, so um, it's becoming very, very deadly for journalists as well. Americans and and others. I found this to be quite interesting because I hope all of us remember 
or if if you don't if you don't remember that you'll realize that probably the majority of people in Russia do not support these attacks. They don't. Uh, there are many, many Russians living in Ukraine. There are many, many Ukrainians living in Russia. They are bordering countries. And in many cases, they share a language. Many, if not most, people in Ukraine, if they do not speak Russian as their mother tongue, they understand it. it, it it's it's like uh, I, I have gone to the country of Moldova, which is a neighbor of Ukraine, very small country, neighboring Ukraine. And uh, the country of Moldova is split right down the middle between Romanian speakers and Russian speakers. The reason for that, uh, Moldova was once a part of Romania. Rome, uh, Moldova was once a part of the Soviet Union. And so it's pretty evenly split. Russian speakers, Romanian speakers. But they understand each other. Uh, The youth camp that I have spoken at 20 or 21 times, uh, I I don't understand any of the songs that they're singing, but I can tell a difference with the alphabet. The words of the songs are, you know, put up on a screen at the camp. They have kind of an outdoor amphitheater kind of thing. And uh, they have the words up on the screen. Well, I can tell when they move over to the Russian alphabet, and it sounds different. And the kids sing a couple songs in Romanian, and then they sing a couple songs in Russian. They don't think anything about it. They they pretty much understand each other, particularly the young people. Some of the older people are very proud of their Russian heritage. Others are very proud of their Romanian heritage and they just don't want to learn the other language. Most of the young people understand both. Even if Russians are not from Ukraine, they have relatives in Ukraine. Ukraine is a large, large country. And so many, and I, I can't prove this, but in, in my unofficial estimation... I think probably the majority of people in Russia do not support the invasion of Ukraine. They got family members there. They've got friends there. And they don't support it. Neither do the uh, Christians in Russia. The uh, largest evangelical organization in Russia is the Russian Evangelical Alliance. The general secretary of the Russian Evangelical Alliance, a gentleman by the name of Vitaly Vlasinko, has written an open letter, and it was published this past weekend. And here, in part, is what the General Secretary of the Russian Evangelical Alliance has said. As the General Secretary of the Russian Evangelical Alliance, I mourn what my country has done in its recent military invasion of another sovereign country, Ukraine. For me, as for many other Christians, the military invasion was a shock. In the worst-case scenario, I could not imagine what is now being observed in Ukraine. Two peoples closely related to each other, many of whom are deeply devoted to the Christian faith, are now in a fierce battle. 
one side pursuing the goal of demilitarizing Ukraine, the other seeking to save their country from occupation. A Russian may have daughters and grandchildren living in Kiev. A Ukrainian may have children living and working in Moscow. Today, pain, fear, and deep sorrow for their loved ones and for the future of their own lives and countries pierce the hearts of many people like lightning because since the Second World War, no one knows what the limits of war and its consequences may be. Uh, Then he goes on to share that he personally attempted to stop the military conflict, sending a letter a personal letter to uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin a day before the invasion and pleaded for a peaceful solution to all conflict. Um, So many Russians, if not most Russians, do not support this action. And then before the break, I want to read this. This is from a friend who is an American missionary in Ukraine. He and his wife are here in the States. They came back from, they've been in Ukraine for probably 20 years. They uh, came back to the United States for medical treatment before all this happened. And, uh, but they are in intimate touch with, they have established 15 or 20 churches in Ukraine. They have a home in Ukraine And uh, they have been in touch with their churches, and it is devastating. Well, I said I was going to read it before the break, but um, let's go ahead and uh, take the break. And when we come back, I just want to read this brief letter from this American missionary, the heartbreaking things he is saying about his home in Ukraine, the people in his church— And this could be multiplied thousands of times. I'll uh, I'll share that with you when we return. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Have you ever been away from home, traveling, vacation, business, or whatever, and uh, something tragic happens back home, and you're not there, and you can't get there really quick? I would imagine that has happened to many of you. Imagine having a home in Ukraine— and you are here in the uh, United States. That's uh, that's a situation for a friend of mine, not a close friend, but an acquaintance. He is an American missionary who has been a missionary in Ukraine for many years. He has established, I think, at least 15 churches, maybe 20 churches, different places in uh, Ukraine. Uh, has a home where they live except for the brief times that they're here in America. And it just happens, probably by God's grace and provision. He and his wife were here in America for some medical treatment. 
when the fighting broke out in Ukraine, obviously they can't get back, but they are in contact with the hundreds of congregation members in the many churches that they have established. And uh, I just became aware of a letter that he has written, a brief letter about the personal condition of his personal home. And he writes this, The Russian army has bombed our town gas pipes, and there is no gas, so no heat. One guy was supposed to drain all of our pipes and all water and cut off the electricity, but he did not. There is a strong frost now, so the pipes will freeze. But on Sunday or Monday, uh, this was uh, written on Friday. Uh, Sunday or Monday, the frost is over. All the pipes that broke from freezing will flood the house and probably destroy everything, including possibly even the entire house. Especially if the electricity is still on, it will keep pumping water into the broken pipes and there is no one there to stop it. So please pray for our house to be preserved and for many others in our town. Um, Multiply that by thousands and thousands and thousands in Ukraine. Um, And if the Russians stop their attacks today, tonight, It'll be years before Ukraine will be able to rebuild. And there is no indication whatsoever that Russia is um, stopping their attacks. Although there are indications that Russia is facing much, much, much stiffer resistance than what they expected. Almost all of the military experts and diplomatic experts believe that Russia thought They would have the entire country under control in less than a week. They would just march in, bomb some buildings, bomb some military facilities, and uh, the Ukrainians would just surrender, and they would be in control of the country. Well, that that has not happened. Just a few days ago, it was reported that Russia was in complete control of Maripol, uh, which is a... uh, a uh, uh, seaside, what's the word I'm looking for? A port city. A port city. In fact, a very, very important pole city. I'm sorry. A very important port city. I believe Maripol is where the maternity hospital was bombed and several people died. Well, the news reports that the Russians were in complete control of the city were a little premature. Let me quote to you from an Associated Press story. The Ukrainian military says it has repelled a Russian attempt to take control of the strategic port of Maripol. The Ukrainian military's general staff said in a statement that Russian forces have retreated after suffering losses. If this is true, the Ukrainian military has been successful in holding off 
an attack by the Russian military in a very important port city, uh, one of the cities that should have been the easiest for Russia to conquer. If this is true, this has got to bring great encouragement to Ukrainian leadership, the the Ukrainian military, and um, my goodness, what what a massive failure for Putin's military. True or not, we don't know. The Associated Press is um, repeating stories from the Ukrainian military. And then if you haven't seen this, then uh, we'll come to the break, and after the break we'll move on to other stories, unless you want to continue the discussion on Ukraine. You may have seen it yesterday on an evening newscast on Channel One Russia. That is the number one prominent news network in Russia. Covers the entire country. The evening primetime news channel broadcast, right in the middle of the news broadcast, one of the editors of Channel One Russia rushes onto the screen and holds up a sign in Russian and English, no to war, stop the war. The Russian portion of the sign said, don't believe propaganda, they're lying to you, with Russians against war written in English. She is an employee, she is one of the editors at Channel One, and as you would expect, she is now in police custody. She uh, posted before she did it that she was going to. She says, my father is Ukrainian. My mother is Russian. They have never been enemies. So uh, talk about courage on national TV in Russia. Uh, We're not sure what her fate will be. Uh, One source said it will be at least a few days in jail. Um, It could be a prison sentence. Yeah. Bravery. Bravery. All right, we're going to take a break. My number, 877-BOB-LIVE. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.